How are you? Welcome on this holiday weekend. Hope everybody had a good 4th of July yesterday. It was a little probably different than uh, we've done in a while, uh, different celebrations, but I know everybody found ways to celebrate and spend time with family and in the community. So yeah, welcome. and it was a beautiful day. So I hope you were able to get out. If you grilled out, if you watched some fireworks, if you just said howdy to some of your neighbors, uh, it was it was a good day. Yeah. Um, just a reminder, right after church, we will have our Zoom fellowship. Uh, we'll post the link in the church Facebook group. And we're going to try something new this week for Tuesday coffee time um, at 930, a little before, uh, a little earlier than 10. Uh, we don't want it, it to be too hot. Fully hot. Um, we're going to socially distance gather in the South Church lot. Not sure exactly the spot. We'll see where the shade is. Um, but if you want to join us in person, uh, there won't be a Zoom coffee time, but bring a lawn chair, bring some coffee because uh, we won't be sharing any coffee or treats, but bring right. whatever you want uh, uh, to share or just bring a chair in yourself. And we'll sit in a spaced out circle for about an hour and just chat. Um, if you want to keep chatting, um, I'll have to run off and do a, a book study at 11. Um, but uh, uh, we're going to try that. The reopening committee um, and the board uh, a few weeks ago approved us doing that kind of gathering outside. So we're going to make it happen this week. Um, so I hope you can join us. Um, speaking of the reopening committee, they did uh, meet last week, had a nice, uh, robust conversation 
um, looking at several things. Our, our goal is to make plans um, to move forward whenever the time comes. We're still a little weary of kind of rising case numbers and what that might mean for in-person worship in the sanctuary, um, but we are preparing to make that happen. Um, and so whenever that uh, time comes, uh, the board will meet uh, in a couple of weeks and they'll kind of make that final decision on a date for that. But we're going to have everything ready so that um, if we decide on Monday, hey, Sunday, we're going to be in person, uh, we'll be ready to go with technology, with uh, every, you know, hand wash stations, right. uh, know which pews we're blocking off and all that. Our trustees uh, with the leadership of Glenn Tyler are working hard to make that happen. Um, one thing we are looking at and considering is maybe uh, an occasional outdoor service, weather permitting. Um, and so we are uh, uh, working on some of that as well. So be looking for information. We love feedback. If an outdoor service is something that you might like to attend uh, on a Sunday morning, maybe around nine or 9.30 um, before it gets too hot, also in the South lot, we're thinking, um, let us know if that sounds good to you. Um, and one more thing uh, that uh, uh, the trustees um, have asked that our lawnmower broke and we've had it for a while and they are uh, pricing. They've got um, a little money and they, they're asking for, a, they want to get a zero turn lawnmower, kind of upgrade our system. And uh, we have some money in the capital improvements fund to buy that, but we're kind of throwing it to you first. If you have, if you, that's something you want to donate towards um, us getting a new lawnmower, I think they have about 12 or 1400 left. Um, they've got an old lawnmower that the church is selling for a thousand. And then the rest of that, we're going to pay to get um, what we need. Uh, they've already found a, a good unit to, to use. And, and so if you have one that you just want to donate that, that meets that criteria, um, contact uh, Glenn Tyler or, or uh, Gary Fox this week, or if you want to just donate to the cause. Um, otherwise, they're going to they're going to buy it in about a week because uh, that grass goes pretty quick in July. Um, <laughs> our and, youth yes, I think mission trip will our virtual mission trip will begin tomorrow. Um, we have different uh, activities each day. Some of it you go online and you learn about and you go out and do. Um, it's all created to where we can do social distancing throughout. Um, we will try to gather a couple times this week in that South Church parking lot, weather permitting, and just seeing about the day and, and how it went and how the week is going and what we're learning, what we're discovering about ourselves, about others. And so we're hoping that even with this, uh, during this pandemic, that we can still have some of these learning opportunities and, and opportunities to hear and see about other communities and other, other places. Um, and we can do that virtually um, as long as we, you know, participate and, and open ourselves to that opportunity. So we really need a lot of the, well, area churches, um, youth groups are working together to do yeah. that. And uh, Marty is hosting one day and she got to interview some of our ELL uh, refugee teenagers um, yes. who are living here in Norwalk, who've gone to school here. And it's a really cool interview. And maybe with her permission, we can maybe share yeah, that with the church it, later. Uh, maybe fantastic. at the end of the week. Um, it's kind of cool to hear their story. And thanks to Katie and Doris for helping make that happen uh, as well. Yeah. So it's it's nice that we we have the ability um, to to hear people's stories, to hear their voices, um, and and make a connection by a physical face and and a name. Um, that's not the case for everyone. And so we're, we're very grateful for that. Well, thank you all for joining us. Um, I know there's a lot going on this weekend, uh, but it's excited to be here with you uh, to spend some time uh, in worship before we go on with our week. And so as we begin, uh, let us uh, focus ourselves and Marty will lead us yeah. in a little meditation. As we prepare, um, I'm going to go ahead and light a candle so that if at any point our minds get distracted or, or go somewhere else, I can look over at the flame and be reminded and refocused, recentered on God. And so right now, as we come to our time of worship, I invite you to get in a position that makes you comfortable, whether it's sitting, whether it's leaning back, whether it's eyes opened or closed, hands opened or folded in your lap. I invite you to get there now as we take in a deep breath. And we release it. Take in a deep breath. And release. 
Take in a deep breath. Remember God's spirit living and breathing among us. As we open ourselves to God's spirit and our souls to being able to worship God today. Let us worship together. If you have, uh, forgot to mention, if you have any prayer concerns, uh, share those uh, with us in the comment section or text or email those to us. Um, our opening, uh, actually, let's start with the call to worship and then we'll do our opening hymn, with, which is uh, Jesus Loves Me. And we're going to sing, uh, and not just the first verse, but uh, the second and third. Uh, it's a song that we usually sing almost every Sunday um, with our children's sermon. We haven't sang it in a while, so we thought it'd be a great uh, hymn. So uh, kids, sing out. Uh, even if you don't know the second or third verse, you know that chorus. Um, but let us join together in our call to worship. Let's do it like this. Sorry, I got the wrong... And read with me the words in yellow. Come all that are weary, all that are carrying burdens so heavy. Jesus will give us rest. Come take what Jesus has to offer, love, forgiveness, and grace. Christ will give us peace. Come find rest and learn from Jesus. For our Savior will give us rest in our souls. Come let us worship our God. Let us follow our Savior who leads us into life. Let us sing that opening hymn, Jesus Loves Me. in our unison prayer in, in times, times of weakness, weakness and, and in, in our, our hour of need yours is the strength by which we carry on the shoulder we rest our head upon when our load is heavy and too much to bear yours are the arms stretched out to help us the grace that we depend on in times of weakness and in our hour of need your voice is heard come find rest. rest. This is the grace divine, the path we tread to wholeness of body and spirit, the path that leads to you, and for which we offer our offerings of praise in the name of Jesus, who is to us grace and rest. Amen. 
Oh man, we're talking about rest today. So I hope that you're already fi finding that place of rest and yeah. jazz hands, pass the peace church and hug the ones you're with. That's right. And <laughs> as you know, by now, hopefully whenever we do jazz hands and you're greeting those that are around you, that means kids, it's time for the children's time. time. For children's time. So find Stanley kids. kids, come on, come on, come on. <clears throat> Come on, kids. <laughs> They're so lazy some mornings. So lazy. Hey, so how was your fourth? Good. Good. Um, I have a question for you. This will stay. I have a question for you. Um, so do you remember learning how to walk? No. You don't remember learning how to walk? Why not? I remember you learning how to walk. Because you were little. Okay. Um, do you remember learning how to ride a bike? You don't remember learning how to ride a bike? Mm -mm. Do you remember learning how to write? Yeah. How to read? Yeah. Um, tell me about it. You don't remember that much. When was something? Hi, Bodie. Hi. How are you today? Oh, I'm super. It's a little cloudy and foggy outside, though. Yeah, we did some fireworks outside in the city of yeah. Norwalk last night, and so Norwalk's uh, air quality is not the best this morning. I had a hard time walking. You were talking about walking, and it was so like smoky. I tripped a few times. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. about that, Bodie. I'm glad you got here, yes, though. Yes, I, I stubbed my nose, and it's a little red. <laughs> It, it was always red. Yeah. It was always red. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Bodie. Yeah. Do you remember learning how to play soccer? This is a bit awkward. <laughs> Do you not have feet, Bodie? Not really, no. Um, Soccer's very difficult for someone is. like me. <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Do you remember learning how to play catch? Oh, that I can do. Yes. Um, do you remember learning how to catch a ball and how to throw one? Yeah. Do you remember learning how to catch a ball and how to throw one? Um, so what happened when you first did it? Um, it hit my nose, actually. <laughs> That's where it started, yes. <laughs> and so what happened? Did you just give up then? You didn't? What did you do, Finn? You kept trying. Why did you keep trying if it, if it hit you in the nose? Because why? Because you wanted to now, do it. Practice makes perfect or perfect-ish. <laughs> so here's a question. What if, but how did it make you feel when you weren't able to automatically do it? When you weren't able to automatically catch the ball or throw it exactly where you wanted to? At, at first it made me kind of kind of sad and a little mad, but my coach said, it's okay, Bodie, keep trying. And I felt good and I kept trying. Does it, did, how long did it take you to be able to do it? Oh, I'd say about three and a half weeks. And then how do you feel about throwing? Super. Do you like to catch and, and throw balls? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fun. What about you, Finn? No. Was it hard to keep trying? No. No, you must have had some good encouragement. You know, we're talking about Jesus today. And Jesus um, tells us a story about these people who weren't always kind. Like, they kind of made people feel like they were never good enough. Do you ever feel that way? Sometimes. Sometimes. Like, you just can't do things right. Right. I can't play soccer. Oh, <laughs> Bodie. But we love you despite you not having any feet. Well, thanks. You don't have to have feet to be fabulous. That's right. And so what we're talking about today is sometimes the world's kind of hard because people expect things of us, like us to play soccer, even if we don't have feet, or for us to learn how to catch and throw really quickly when sometimes it might take us a few weeks, right? Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. 
And so today we're talking about how sometimes we just need to kind of shrug those things off. Do you know what that means? If I was to say, shake it off, what do you, what do you think that means? Are you laughing at me, Bodie? Yeah. Why are you laughing at me? Um, you guys don't know? That's a song. <laughs> are you shaking it off, Bodie? Yeah. Are you dancing for us? Yeah. It is a song. And do you, shake, know shake, shake. <laughs> do you know what's funny? In our sermon today, I'm actually talking about that song. So we got to listen. So you got to listen. You got to okay. pay attention. But yeah, sometimes our coaches, our teachers, our parents will tell us it's okay. You, we might not get it right off the bat. Just shake it off. Keep trying. Keep trying. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to make everyone happy all the time. You do your best. You keep doing what you know you should be doing. I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. And just keep shaking. Shake it off. Good job, Bodie. Yeah. That's okay. going to be in my head. That's going to be in your head. I'm sorry. You'll have to listen to it after today's worship. Okay? I don't remember what else you said, but that's in my head now. Do you remember what, what you're supposed to do about the song? Um, Something about Jesus. But what does the song teach us? Um, Keep trying. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was listening. <laughs> okay. So let's say a prayer. Y'all ready? Let's repeat after me. Loving God. Loving God. Thank you. Thank you. For giving us the opportunity. For giving us the opportunity. To not worry so much. To not worry so much. And to be able to. And to be able to. Keep doing what we should be doing. Keep doing what we should be doing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shake, well, shake, thanks. shake, shake, shake it off. Keep shaking shake it off, off. Bodie. <laughs> I tell you, good people, that Bodie's one of a kind. One of a kind. And we love him here at our house. And I can't wait uh, for us to all have worship together and you get to meet Bodie in person because he is fantastic and fabulous. Just as fabulous as you can imagine uh, from watching him. And the great thing about our church is that it continues to go. Uh, even through these times, we continue to, to reach out and do the ministries that are here, um, even if they look different, like a virtual youth mission trip. Um, and so what we're uh, doing right now is collecting our offering that continues to support our church and the ministries that we have and the possibilities and options that we have there. And so if you would like to give, if you're able to financially give, uh, we encourage you to go either online to norwalkcc.org backslash give or mail your offerings to 701 Main Street here in Norwalk, Iowa. And um, we'll make sure that those uh, uh, offerings go towards the ministries and the work of this church. Um, and those of you that aren't able to, to financially give, continue to give of your love, your grace, your peace, your humility, because that is what changes the world. And let us uh, sing our doxology as our blessing of our gifts. Both Elise and Katie have commented on Bodie liking Taylor Swift. Yes, yes. <laughs> we need to uh, work with Kim to do a, a rearrangement of the doxology to that tune. Shake it off. Oh, there you go. I think you can do it. Um, it is uh, time uh, to share our prayer concerns. Uh, yeah. We have. Uh, I have a few already, but if you have any, uh, please type them in our, our comment section or uh, send them to us, uh, text or email. If we don't get them until after the live portion of our service, then we'll make sure to add those in our Tuesday update. Um, I have a few from Kelly Davis. Um, Kelly Davis's um, pop's cousin, her grandfather's cousin, Al, 
uh, Gutsy, who Gertsy, who we uh, have prayed for uh, already when he was in the hospital. Um, he should be moving back to uh, his assisted living center that he was in uh, within the next few weeks. So prayers for Al and that transition and the, that all of that goes well. God of love. Here are prayers. Um, one of Kelly Davis's uh, lifelong friends, uh, her uh, Jesse's uh, sister was one of her bridesmaids in her wedding. Um, but uh, Jesse White uh, was a young man that died unexpectedly yesterday morning, early yesterday. Um, and so uh, prayers for Jesse's family um, and for, for all of those friends that need that uh, in this time, God of resurrection. Here are prayers. And um, also prayers uh, for Courtney Davis, uh, who uh, is a friend of Kelly's that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. We've we've prayed for her, um, but she's really starting to feel that sting of isolation uh, while doing the the chemo treatments right now. Um, prayers that Courtney is able to find a support system, even uh, among social distancing, that allows her to have that strength and that backing and that encouragement that she needs during this time of chemo. God of love. Hear our prayers. And uh, Regan, as a little boy we prayed for before, who uh, had a heart transplant, uh, he is doing well um, and happy to be home. So we uh, celebrate. I know we got a lot, a few church members who uh, met him over the last few years and have just been uh, walking with the family during this time. So we are celebrating that. Got a joy. Here are prayer. our prayers. I don't know of any others. So, and no others have been texted. So let's go uh, to God in prayer. Gracious God, thank you. Thank you for giving us community among, among pandemic times, among social distancing, among a time in which we're told to space ourselves out and not get too close, to be able to still have that closeness of unity and faith in each other and our faith in you. Allow us to always remember that no matter what our differences are, no matter where our theology lies, where our parenting lies, where different pieces of our, our work, occupations are, our social status, that we're connected to you and that we are always better together. That means us working together and listening to each other and loving each other because in each of us is you. Gracious God, we pray for these requests that are before us and we pray for all of those that are unmentioned on our hearts. As we pray that prayer, our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Our, our Father, Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'm gonna read our scripture today. Which uh, It starts in 16 and goes all and the way through. through. All right, so um, Matthew chapter 11, uh, beginning in verse 16 and ending in verse 30. And this is Jesus speaking. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say, he is a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. Keep Keep going here. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the hard part. All the way through. Verse 20. Then Jesus began to reproach the cities in which most of his deeds of power had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For the deeds of power done in you had been done entire and had they been done entire inside and they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon than for you. 
And for you, Capernaum, you will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will be brought down to Hades. For if the deeds of power done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have been remained, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you that on the day of judgment, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom than for you. And at that time, Jesus said, Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by the Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and, and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That is the scripture reading for today. Um, we're going to. Uh, oh, we have a, a one more prayer concern. Uh, uh, we'll add this, but I'll mention I just got a text from Peg Johnston that Ron's mother, Mary Johnston, uh, fell and broke her tibia in three places and is in the hospital waiting for surgery. She's been there for two and a half weeks. Um, and so uh, she, she'll have her surgery. She'll go to Norwalk Nursing and Rehab. So we'll uh, keep uh, her in our prayers. So add uh, Mary Johnston, Ron Johnston's mother, to our prayer concerns. God of healing. Hear our prayers. And we have a special music today from uh, Julie Wood. Thank you, Julie. And then we'll have a sermon from Marty. Thank you, Marty. <laughs> We pray for blessings, we pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while... Whoops. I didn't put, I didn't put, you were just watching us doing Sorry. our uh, work right here. Let's start that over. Sorry, Julie. To believe, 
What if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? And what if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know your need? And what if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? When friends betray us, when darkness seems to win, we know that pain reminds this heart, this is not, this is not our home. It's not our home. Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? And what if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know your need? What if my greatest disappointments or the aching of this life is a revealing of a greater thirst this world can't satisfy? And what if trials of this life the rain, the storms, the darkest nights Are your mercies in disguise? Beautiful people one of my favorite activities to do just randomly with our youth group is to pick whatever the current number one song is on the billboard charts and print off those lyrics and then hand it out to the kids in the room and play the song and then ask them why did this song get to number one how what makes it different from these other songs and occasionally you'll have somebody sit there and say, well, it's kind of a catchy little beat. But really what it gets down to is usually whatever lyrics are in the song. Usually there's something relatable in the song. There's this honest tidbit of truth that relates to everyone, regardless of where they're from in the country, regardless of what nationality they are, what gender they are. It's something that's a shared human emotion or feeling that connects us to these songs. Now, one of the very first Wednesday nights that we were here in Norwalk, I did this exercise. And the number one song on the Billboard chart that, that day was Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Needless to say, I did not realize that none of our youth in that room appreciated Taylor Swift. They were not T-Swift fans. Um, but regardless of their feelings for her, we sat there and we had this conversation about the song and about the lyrics. And as I was reading through our text today, I couldn't help but think back to that Wednesday night. And the reason why is because when I read this text, then I sit here and I see Jesus in those lyrics. In that same discussion that we had in that youth group room, it's the same discussion that Jesus is having right here. There's this fabulous line in Taylor Swift's song that says, people are talking. And they have their perceptions and they have their ideas and their concepts. This is what the people are saying. And then in the chorus, it has this famous quote that people love to make gifs of, of. Haters gonna hate. And that's what I hear Jesus saying. You're never gonna please everybody. There's no way that you can please everyone. The haters are going to give off hate but you shake it off and you keep going. And it's this crazy thing. These, these youth group members from six years ago, some of them have gone on 
into college and, and into the workplace. And still to this day, when we run into them, they'll tell us these stories about how when something's not going right, they look at each other and they say, shake it off. And it's not that they love that song. It's not that they love the artist. It's that there is that truth in humanity within those lyrics. And that truth is telling us that we as humans share that same pain, that same hurt inside each of us have felt like we've let people down. Each of us feel like we want to please everyone all the time. And each of us feel that heaviness of what it feels like, that burden of trying to do that. Now, even though these kids don't like that song, when they hear it, when somebody says with a smirk on their face, shake it off, they're reminded of that discussion, of the fact that this is, this is a normal feeling. This is humanity. For better or for worse, it's who we are, how we were created. And they're reminded that they're not alone in feeling that, that there's community to support them. And I hear Jesus saying that when he says, you know what? John came to you and he didn't eat and drink with people. He, he was very studious. And you called him a demon. And then I came to you and I, I ate and drank with everyone. Sinners, the religious folk, everyone. And what did you call me? Oh, that's right, a glutton and a drunkard. Jesus is saying, we're never going to be able to please everyone, never. So you don't worry about that. Don't live your life trying to please everyone else. Let me hold that burden for you. Let me hold those worries. Let me be the one to carry that for you. And instead you, you will then be freed from that pain, free from the worry, free from the hurt, so that you can go out and you can be gentle and humble and caring and peaceful and loving because you're not worried about trying to please everyone. You're able to be all of these things that you were created to be and that you truly are inside because you beautiful people, you are good. You are very good. There's gentleness and there's peace and there's love and there's humility. There is a humble servitude inside you that is just waiting to escape and to be freed and out into this world. That's what Jesus is saying right now. Shake it off. Go out. The haters, they're going to hate, but you you don't have to absorb that hate. You don't have to give off that hate. Instead, you can bring peace and love and humility into this world with your gentle, calm soul. And in return, your soul is going to find rest and you're gonna feel better than you've ever felt because your soul will be healthy. to good people, spread goodness into this world, shake it off. Whatever perceptions others have, whatever perceptions we put in our own heads from others' actions, knock it out. Do good, be good, love, because that gentle, humble servitude 
is Christ in action in our world today. That's the rest that our soul needs. Thank you. Beautiful people. We get this invitation each time we gather to be able to come to Christ's table, that table in which all were welcomed, all were accepted. Jesus ate with all, whether it pleased everyone else or not. And we today eat with you, alongside you even virtually. So good people, for the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it and he shared it with everyone that was there. And he said, take and eat. This bread is my body broken for you. And even this I give to you all of who I am, all of myself, I'm giving to you. And after they'd eaten, he took the cup and he blessed it and he shared it. And he let them know that this cup isn't just a regular cup, even though it's filled with ordinary juice. Mm -hmm. But this cup signifies a promise, a covenant between God and humanity, that God will always be there, always, no matter what humanity's going through, no matter if you feel worthy or not, because you are God's beloved. You are worthy just as you are to receive God's love. Let us give thanks for these gifts. Our God, we give you thanks for this bread and for this cup, for your life given for us. Bless us now as we share in these gifts in whatever way uh, that we are sharing this morning. May we be transformed into your body and blood in this world, your very living presence alive today, sharing your gifts with all your good people. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Travis, the body and blood of Christ. Taylor, the body and blood of Christ. Finn, the body and blood of Christ. Here, Finn, got you a cup. <laughs> you gonna finish that off, Oliver? Right. Oliver, serve me first. Yeah. Can you serve me? I think we did twice. Thank you. Now, now right. you can finish it off. The body, no, dad. Uh, Daddy did, did. Thank you. Though. Well, thank you to uh, Julie Wood for our special music for Kim. Yes, thank you, Julie. As always, uh, leading song. us in song. Um, one prayer concern that came in uh, during the live broadcast uh, from Betty Williams: uh, prayers for her great niece Sherry, who has an aneurysm on her brain and is having a procedure on Tuesday to see what's going on. So we lift up prayers for Sherry, God of healing. Hear our prayer. prayers. Um, a reminder: we announced at the beginning of worship that uh, this Tuesday, um, our coffee fellowship is going to be outside on the South Church lawn. Bring a chair. Bring at nine thirty. We're gonna do it a little earlier uh, so that because it's supposed to be ninety one on Tuesday, and so uh, we don't want to get Bump too hot. So we're gonna do it just a little bit earlier. We'll find a good shady spot, um, either in the parking lot or kind of on the grass. But bring a chair. We'll space out. Bring your own right. coffee. Bring your own drink. Um, right. It'll be good to see uh, faces of whoever's able to be there. If you want to just pull up your car and sit in your car and chat from the window, you can do that too. Um, yeah. Whatever. Um, but uh, we're going to try that out instead of Zoom this week. Um, and uh, next week, um, we're we're working on doing some uh, more of our worship uh, uh, starting next week from the sanctuary, um, our, our live stream from the sanctuary. Um, and so be looking for some of that. There might be a few things more recorded or some things live from the sanctuary. We're playing with that this week. So um, next week might look a little different. Yeah. Hopefully um, it'll look more like home and yeah. what you're used to. Um, We've got to ease us back, you know, yeah, get, it, yeah, yeah. get you used to so everybody doesn't show up in our dining room on Sunday when we yeah, <laughs> when we return to worship. That would be fun. Um, and good job uh, with keeping the banners up on the wall during yeah, your sermon this week. Nice, that was right? great. That was great. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to close uh, with go in peace. May you find uh, that peace of Christ today uh, throughout this week, wherever you go, whatever you do, and uh, whatever you need to shake off, uh, shake off and put on uh, Christ's peace.
So the arrow goes so the other way. Well, church, go in peace. Uh, we love you. Uh, we miss you. Take good care of yourselves. Take, care Take good of care of each other. We love you.